0: join us for another exciting episode. I know you're totally excited about what we're going to talk about today. Don't you think? Apples, I mean, oranges?
1: <laughs> And you've me a hard time about screwing it up. Yeah, for real. So um, apples and I spent quite a bit of time. It's been it's been a little bit since we recorded life took us in different directions, which often it does for many people. But uh, we spent some time texting about how the the topics are about to come and start free flowing because oh they we really are inter- we are entering into our favorite three months out of the year um, and but this is what I feel like this is one that is super super important and super special for your heart apples because um, it is always
0: yes. good. so well we um as as everybody knows we are entering into the holiday season. And so we sat down the other night and literally planned out almost all of our episodes from now until January. So yay us, we're way ahead of the curve. what we have know, to remember. We, yeah, for those who don't know, we normally pick our episode like a day before we record. So yay, we're doing good. I feel like people will
1: have so much more respect for what we actually record if they realize the fact that we spend about 27 seconds before we start recording, um, planning what's going to happen. So, but... Back, back, But that's what makes us us. And also, like, that's why we decided to start recording, because we realized that our many years of of stream-of-thought friendship would relate well to podcast topics. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's where we are now. So the pumpkin school... Pumpkin Squice pumpkin spice queen here apple is one of those regulars who throughout the duration of our friendship has been the first one to tell me that pumpkin spice is is released and the last one to mourn its loss
0: so i will say this i have been a pumpkin spice fan for i don't even know how long for forever and Mm. I am there the day it gets released at Starbucks, and I am there the day they take it away crying. So, and I will say this, I do enjoy all, I don't, like, go out and buy every single pumpkin spice item that's out there in the stores because that is, like, excessive. However, I do enjoy the pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, and I do enjoy the pumpkin spice uh, coffee from Wawa. And I will say this, last year when they took that away, like, the week after Thanksgiving, I was pissed at Wawa and didn't go for, like, a whole week. I was like, it's not the end of pumpkin season. Like, the new year isn't here yet. The lady <laughs> was like, she God. goes, well, we have our holiday blend. I was like, I don't care about your holiday blend. I want your pumpkin
1: coffee. You were the one that, I remember when um our former employer, they Excuse me, I just ate some holiday chips that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Um, they they would release the pumpkin spice their pumpkin spice version, which was not horrible, and it's not. It's a cappuccino, and then they had a, like an, an, an autumnal version of coffee that was really popular. And they release it about this time every year. But once um, November comes, I don't even think they make it till Thanksgiving. They go ahead and swap over to like creme brulee yeah no and and peppermint which is super popular for that holiday series and we can go ahead in the next two months and talk about our bitterness involved with the fact that (laughs) christmas takes away two of the best things about seasons um but that's going to be a whole other podcast so while we typically have you know we've had this this whole thing going where it's a this or that. We've decided that this, this week's episode is solely going to be based, based, solely going to be based around the excitement that is the transition from sweltering, like sweltering, heat, heat, dripping, sweet heat of summer to something that is slightly less, (laughs) (laughs) Slightly less
0: exhausting. I will say my favorite seasons are fall and winter. And where I live, it's more like the one day of winter that we have. But I do enjoy it when the seasons start to change and it becomes cooler. Because just the other day, um, me and Orange were discussing, it is now September. And I'm ready to break out my Uggs. I'm ready to break out my heavy scarves. I'm ready to break out the sweaters. And it was 108 here where I live yesterday. So if I were to go in my sweater to work, I would be dripping in sweat, walking from my car to my office.
1: Our uh, our examples of seasons for the most part are how high we have to turn up the AC, I think. Um,
0: My AC is still at 72, just FYI. It is, you know, (sighs) September 6th and my AC is at 72.
1: You have a much better AC unit than I do because we can't afford that power bill. Um it 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 was a hundred degrees without heat index on Wednesday, which my job requires us to dress business casually, which for the most part requires long sleeves and slacks. And that makes me the most miserable person alive for the two and a half minutes that I have to spend outdoors. Um
0: I wore a skirt and flip-flops and a, I wore a maxi skirt the other day and flip-flops, you know, with a t-shirt because it was too, God bless it, hot to wear anything else.
1: Can we talk about oh. how, you, no, we're, that's a whole other podcast about how your employer allows you to wear flip-flops and mine doesn't, even though I'm on a phone for <laughs> 11 hours a day.
0: Um I'm just saying, it is ungodly hot, but you want to know what? I am there. At Starbucks with a hot pumpkin spice latte. I, I'm there. Like, I am that person. Mind you, I'll be drinking it in a t shirt, flip flops, and shorts, but I am drinking a hot pumpkin spice latte. And we need to talk about the fact that they have the new Cinderella latte out right now, which I is OMG. I feel
1: like I need you to explain this to me. So, i feel like the beginning let's let's kind of backtrack for about two seconds and then i need you to explain it the beginning of quote unquote fall is not the introduction of fall or uggs it's not the dropping of leaves it is not in fact september 21st which is the fall equinox it is the introduction of pumpkin spice spice latte latte. like starbucks which happened it's the first of september every year right
0: well, they usually put it out Labor Day weekend. So it's right around the 1st of September every year. But this year, um, I happened to be with my family on when the uh, pumpkin spice latte was released. And we had to be at a certain location by a certain time. And so my husband made sure that we left with plenty of time so that we could go to Starbucks all the way to where we had to be so I could get my pumpkin spice latte. If that's not say, love, I don't
1: know what it is. <laughs>
0: truly. Yeah, the, man, the man truly does love me. But I was like... When I got it, I was smelling it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, the world, everything in the world was fine for, like, that five seconds. And it felt like fall, even though it was a million degrees outside. And everything was fine for, like, five seconds. And, you know, and, yeah. And so I've I've had, I think I had two pumpkin spice lattes on that one day. I mean, that was a special day, though.
1: Like, I, it completely. I've had one. I, I, I will say that I have had one, pumpkin spice latte is not my beverage of choice, um, and we will kind of but touch you... base on that in a little bit, but I do respect the seasonings that are autumn-based. Autumn
0: it's like nutmeg and cinnamon and cloves. I mean, yeah, like, we, I could and, go on uh, on about
1: this. Not even the fruit, necessarily, but...
0: It's that, it's the flavors it's, that when they yeah. put when they all go together and you smell them it's like oh, yeah like the like the little birds singing like the background yes
1: Cinderella obviously so, is a pumpkin spice latte lover which is where we're gonna go she, from here.
0: Yeah, she is. She's a huge pumpkin spice latte lover, and right now, um, some barista somewhere came up with the Cinderella latte, which is hot or ice. You get a pumpkin spice latte, two pumps pumpkin, two pumps white mocha, and oh my god, it's my new favorite. So, like, it, I got I thing thing think is, hot or cold
1: is the only thing different aside from the fact that it could be hot or cold. The fact that it has white chocolate in it.
0: No, because apparently. My son was explaining this to me and I could be completely wrong. He'll let me know if I was completely wrong. I believe he said that a pumpkin spice latte has four pumps pumpkin and this one only has two pumps pumpkin because you have the white chocolate, which is the other two pumps. Oh, pumpkin. So
1: so the equation is four pumps of everything, no matter the beverage in theory. And we're going to have your son as a guest podcast on a future episode. Future episode. We're super excited about. So so f- four four pumps of whatever equals a latte, but for this one specifically, you cut a pumpkin spice in half and add something slightly sweeter. And so um, it
0: looks like it, it, I mean, you see, it kind of, my son's like, it doesn't, my youngest was like, he goes, it doesn't look like a pumpkin because I was like, well, it kind of looks like a pumpkin, but it tasted amazing. And you can get it hot or cold. I got it cold and normally I don't drink cold coffee, but this was spot on. OMG amazing. So I went to Starbucks, I went to Target earlier today. And of course, I got a Cinderella latte while I was, you know, in the aisles of Target. So yeah, I am that person.
1: How are you any more basic? And it's so funny for the people that know us. Like, I should, in fact, be the basic Betty of our relationship, but (laughs) you are the Starbucks drinking, Uggs wearing, Target strolling, scarf wrapping. Basic Betty of this equation. Um, this is what like makes my time of year. It is, and that it's, vivid. and it. In theory, it, it is mine as well. It was specifically when I went to school. I went to college in a beautiful town um, in the state of North Carolina, where there was actual seasons. Um, I still miss it terribly because football just started, and the morning high the day of the first game of football was fifty. <laughs> granted I, I don't by even know
0: if i'm going to see 50 this year <laughs>
1: probably won't granted by game time it was slightly it was it was probably closer to 75 or 80 but they had the seasonal feels of what sh- football in my mind should feel like and that's going to be a chilly brisk
0: morning i will say this when we lived cuz we did live in north carolina for several years and that is one thing that I do miss about North Carolina was the, the changing of the leaves and the falling of the leaves at fall and the, like the brisk mornings, the cool evenings. like You had fall where I lived in North Carolina, just like you had fall where you lived in North Carolina. And I do miss that, not enough to move back there, but I do miss <laughs> that portion of North Carolina.
1: You lived in the armpit of North Carolina, so I feel like that's an unfair representation. I think that anybody that knows me or truly knows me knows that my goal is to end up much further north than where I am currently, and even if it's as far north as North Carolina, that feels like home to me, but it has to be kind of a, not just a, a location on the globe further north, but also... Like closer to the sun, like, let me get a higher elevation because I feel like that's what a lot, what it, what benefits the, the, the temperature so much.
0: Um, I will say this, like, and again, we are talking about fall tradition. So when we did live in North Carolina, my children were much younger back then. And so when we were to go to the pumpkin patch, which we did every single year, it actually felt like fall, you know, we're here, we can go to a pumpkin patch. I'm going to sweat like there's no tomorrow. Speaking of be. pumpkin patches <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna
1: talk about football. so we've already we've already transitioned to pumpkin patches. Do you remember? I know you do. when I made you take your fancy little car so we live in the same state and everybody who listens knows where we live. but I live in a more ho dunk area. It's about six hours away. And you would think that it's a completely different area of the United
0: States. Yeah, it really is.
1: So when when she used to live here, I dragged her to this haunted corn maze.
0: Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember.
1: And her car... It made hardly, it. Hardly, hardly. And you know it did. And But what was so enjoyable about that...
0: So it was this haunted corn maze that was out in the middle of nowhere, Florida. And in the middle of the night, (laughs) which these people, I mean, we had a good time. We did. These people did Christmas trees in the, in, you know, the winter and they did haunted stuff in the fall. And um, yeah, that was, it was actually a lot of fun. We had a good time. The kids had a great time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd still do it. They still advertise it every year. Do they really? Yeah, I literally had it show up on my Facebook.
0: <laughs> and, well, and we also we used to do a lot of things at the fall season together. Mm-hmm. It truly was our favorite season, and now
1: it's it's unfortunate we don't get to experience it as much together. Um, but you know, I think it's kind of what brought us together because I think our I think our friendship started truly. Um, I think. <laughs> It was like the end of August, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was the end of August. So yeah, right at the beginning of the fall holiday season. Which may be the reason
1: why we grow so fondly together during this time frame. So corn mazes, let's take a back step. <laughs> um, the Corn in my local area is super tall for about two and a half seconds. And then it starts dying because it's still so freaking hot. Um, yeah, I watch a whole lot of shows on the Travel Channel or HGTV during the seasons that show things in like Connecticut and New Hampshire and even like the rural areas of New York for these corn mazes and. <laughs> These pumpkin patches. And I'm like, like, if anybody has ever seen the, the stereotypical Halloween movies, like, that is what you picture trick-or-treating to look like is corn mazes six feet tall, pumpkin patches with pumpkins the size of small children. <laughs> and while we don't have that here, I feel like we still channel that. You know, like the Sanderson oh, sisters. The Sanderson sisters are still deeply in our souls.
0: Try well, where where you live, where you currently live, I think a lot of people there, because it's a lot of farmland there, uh, yes. they really do try and um, put on. Corn mazes, not it's not at all like what you would see on TV, but I think for the area, they do a really good job. Like where I live, I don't even think there are corn mazes anywhere near where I live. And if they are, they I just haven't noticed them.
1: I was gonna say, you have a whole lot of farmland,
0: I I, do, but I've never like I never see advertisements for it. I don't think they grow corn here. Oh, you know what
1: that town where my parents live? Yeah, yeah, they have a huge haunted corn maze every year,
0: huh? Maybe I'll like look this year But last year I don't remember seeing any of the things But anyway so we did We went I think what did we go two years or one year We went to a corn maze With, a, with our friend Plum And we took the kids And we had a great time
1: There are pictures that we will have to post I think uh, that year we did One one with Plum And then the following year I think we did a whole completely different one
0: I think we did January, Like yes. in the letter. I, think, uh, I don't think Plum went with us for that one. And then we can't forget... Oh, and then we also have to discuss Haunted Houses in a little bit because that wasn't quite the interesting year. Which year? The year we <laughs> went to the Haunted Houses and we were going to one and there was a drive-by shooting at one. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. oh. We tried going to that one last year. <laughs> we so, can... Like, I apparently live in the in the rural area of whatever part of the state I live in, but also drive-by shootings on the way to a horn.
0: So whatever. one year we went, we were going to go haunted house to the haunted houses and we, there was like four we wanted to go to. And so we, us with our friend Plum, we went out to dinner that day and we had, I don't think your youngest, I mean yours was with us or Plum's kids were with us, but I know mine were. My youngest was, and he brought his friend yeah, we, and we, um, we, don't,
1: we no, yeah, we don't establish my my child experiencing these yet because oh the nightmares.
0: So, we uh we went to we went to one haunted house and we yeah, you know, it was great. It was a good haunted house. So then we decided to go to others. And on the way to one, the cops were going <laughs> in the same direction only to find out there had been a drive-by shooting at that haunted house maybe like 10 minutes before we got there.
1: So, and it's we we actually ended up finding out what happened. It wasn't a drive-by shooting. Somebody who was experiencing the house had a gun in their pants. And it dropped. <laughs> and went off. This is the same place, though, that they do They do two seasonal. Um, and I kind of love them for this. We still have not experienced it yet. But they do a, a haunted house during Halloween. But they also do one during Christmas for Krampus. Oh. How now, well, um,
0: you need to go to that and let me know. I
1: would rather do the Krampus one, I think, because I'm that screwed up person who can't let go of fear. But uh, yeah, so most <laughs> most of our experiences, we've never done any of the big theme parks together, though we have both experienced them independently.
0: But we have from never each done other them together.
1: So we've touched base at this part on the spices that are pumpkin, as well as the fear that this season brings you. But the proud american of me feels like it is the appropriate time to touch base on what is one of my most favorite experiences during this time frame and that would be the introduction not of college football though i am a proud oh, excuse me supporter of the Appalachian Mountaineers if you say appalachian you should unfollow this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That is my college team. That will always be my college team, class of two thousand seven. Um, but just NFL football and the rivalry that it brings, the tailgating, the Sunday, Monday, or the Sunday morning, Sunday nights, Monday nights, and now Thursday nights where we can lose ourselves from the exhaustion that is the 40 to 50 hour work week and be sucked into the masculine violence that is people (laughs) fighting and vying for a ball that was originally made from pig fat. What can we do to go
0: wrong? So I don't watch football. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mostly because, well, number one, I don't have cable, but my husband used to watch uh, NFL. He, was, he never really got into college football. He was mostly an NFL watcher. Um, but he actually has pretty much stopped doing that as well. Um, so I am, I mean, I am right there. I will support you. And I normally, if I know, because your team is the Packers, and so I know that when the Packers <laughs> are playing, not to text you, because you will probably not text me back. Uh, but I am in full support of that, and I will say this: uh, my high school football, my my the school I went to for high school has a huge rivalry. We're actually number third in the country for rivalries for high school, and so yeah, I know like I know every year when that game is played. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're like way up there.
1: Huh. I know that the high school that I went to for a year is super big in the local area for football. Um, And I have a whole other opinion for that because I think it has a lot to do with how much money comes into the local area. But I just love the support also. Like, there's always going to be that rivalry. There's always joking in the work
0: environment. Here's an example. So me and my husband and his siblings... And um, we all went to the same high school, okay? So my nephew currently lives in that city. And his mom went to the same high school that I went to. My in-laws went to the same high school I went to. My parent, my mom, and her siblings all went to the same high school I went to. Jesus. My youngest sister went to the same high school I went to. <laughs> my nephew is going to the opposing high school. What? <laughs> How does it happen? How did that happen? I know right we were like what like she posted it on Which Facebook nephew? excuse me what Which
1: nephew is it um my... his side or your
0: side? I only have I don't have any nieces and nephews on my side it's my only nephew, nephew on my husband's side is going to the opposing high school and so when my sister-in-law posted it on Facebook I was like what like I don't I, I don't think this is right this has got to be like some kind of a mistake <laughs> and then so recently I've spent some time at home and so when I saw my nephew mind you he had already been through he had already been harassed by my brother-in-law by everybody else and so finally when I saw him I was like you know I said what what is wrong like why did you make like how can you even make this like choice this isn't even a you this isn't even an option for you and had my children lived in that town and had my children gone to high school in that town they would have gone to the same high school I went to. Like, they wouldn't have even had a choice.
1: It's not even about the the football for that, though. It's just tradition, and I think that kind of carries over to sports. But more specifically, football, because it brings in so much money. There is, like, half the people that go to spring baseball games and, like, a fifth of the people that go to basketball games. But everybody's going to go to the football games, which, is go, which goes back to – our music and art discussion in which the band plays such an integral part of that entertainment purpose, the purpose. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's Friday night football is what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. We can hear it from our front yard, the high school that, um, that ACE went to, she, there is, um, Thursday night. That's I think that's I assume that's when they have their practice. Well, Thursday night is still,
0: normally the freshmen.
1: We're still so far away from where this school is, but you can hear the band specifically Friday nights. You can see the lights.
0: Well, it's the same way where I live. So where I live to where, so from my house to my son's high school is two point three miles, and I know this because um, of the bus. So. We live it's two from the from running? I'm sorry, what?
1: Is it the bus or are you running it? No, from the I bus. Know you ran
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I've run it, but it was from the bus. Um, and so we can hear the we can hear the band on Friday nights. We see the lights on Friday nights because I mean it's Friday night lights, and that's like it's a big thing with high schools. But you want to? It's the beginning of the year. It's homecoming. I mean, you don't have homecoming in spring. You have homecoming in the fall. Mm. Hmm. So we didn't, I mean, we didn't have homecoming at my high school. Oh no, we had homecoming. I mean, we went to me and my husband went to the homecoming dances. And you know, I mean that's what it is. It's homecoming. You have Spirit Week that leads up to homecoming. I mean, it's a big thing. You don't have Spirit Week during basketball season or baseball season. You have it during football season.
1: Which is during the fall. Duh. Duh. duh.
0: You know, I mean it's again one of the another reason why the fall is such an awesome time of year.
1: So, I'm about to talk about, I don't know if you guys can hear the the crunching and the munching that I've been making throughout this podcast. Because I'm super excited about this time of year. And I think once I state it, you're going to remember what I'm talking about. So, there is a brand of potato chips that should definitely look into sponsoring us. Hello, Lays. <laughs> that, that this time of year, every year, releases a competition For four random flavors.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? Yes.
1: So currently, and their advertising is great. Because it's not even about the flavors this year. The bag has different individuals with a smiling face that you can place up in front of yours. That's what the commercials have been doing. You place them up in front of your smiling face. And it's a representation of your happiness. So I've tried two of the flavors thus far. What I'm trying currently is bacon wrapped jalapeno popper. How is that? It's, it's pretty, I feel like the heat could be something more, truly. And I think you would appreciate that. Um, and then I tried fried pickle and ranch uh, the other day. I like, a pickles, I like fried pickles, but I like
0: fried pickles. You pickle don't like with, ranch? No, I like fried pickles and mashed together, but I don't think I can eat it as a chip.
1: It's, it's literally do you like dill pickle chips? No. You don't?
0: No. Okay. That's fair.
1: So I like dill pickle chips. I like that tartness. But with the ranch, it ends up being something slightly less tart. So one of my unsung heroes of this time of year is always the release of Lay's four different seasonal flavors that always get competed against. And when we worked for the same company, it was always a big thing because... For whatever reason, in this area, two flavors were always released as a bigger competitor, and the other two flavors, you'd be lucky if you got a bag or two. So you'd fight for those. Bags, I'm sure they do it regionally. I'm sure, but like, so the the convenience store I stopped at before I came here, they had three of them, and I'm hoping that when I go back, I can't I can't feel like that person who grabs all three bags at one time. <laughs> There's so much judgment. Um, but it's one of those un- unsung heroes of, of seasonal flavors because during the summer, everybody is so concerned about their beach outfits that they're not going to purchase stuff like this. I but honestly once-
0: don't even walk down the chip aisle, but now I'm, I'm, like, wanting to walk down the aisle just to see these bags. How have you not walked down the chip aisle? You're in Wawa. I like, I'm almost positive they have all of them. I don't I don't go in that section of Wawa. That's I'm right, because you've got walk- your th- Wawa I don't even walk into because I, I know I don't need to eat the chips, so therefore I don't go in that section.
1: Yeah, but I feel like your husband and youngest would help you share those so you could experience the flavors, especially since I-, I know that they love this time of year for one thing in particular, which we're gonna talk about next. I think we're on the same page as far as that. Um or not, but whatever. <laughs> But they fully embrace the fact that like this time of year equates to more hearty and fulfilling food items.
0: Yes, yes, that is true. That is one hundred percent true. Because this time of year is when I dig out the crock pot, and like
1: as a vegetarian,
0: it is my first fall as a vegetarian. So it's going to be quite interesting on how I how we. We go through the fall, but um, yeah, like because I mean, a lot of people I know use their crock pot in the summer because it's not hot. like you don't have to run the stove, you don't have to run the oven. Screw that, I run it in the winter and the fall because that's when you get the soups and you get the stews and you get all that stuff. In the that's what I like, that is what we eat in my house soup and stew in the fall and the winter.
1: I'm actually going to be making a baked potato soup here, if not this weekend, then the early next week, and it's still supposed to be 100 degrees, because that's what I want. Because it's that time of year. September 1st, turn the corner, I made um, carnitas, (laughs) which I don't make. I don't make a whole lot during the summer because it's too freaking hot. Yeah. Um, And then I decided I had like an entire bag of potatoes. I'm going to make
0: baked potato soup. So I can eat baked potato soup as long as I didn't put the bacon on there, and I use vegetable stock. But um, it's not bacon.
1: Just saying, like vegetarian baked potato soup is just potato soup.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we eat a lot of soup and stews. In and then like one of our favorite soups is menudo, which is it's a red chili base with hominy yes. and. Um, you can have it with either tripe or pig's feet. If it's pig's feet, it turns into pozole. But um, anyways, that is like one of our favorite soups to eat. And I, I can't make it to save my life. My mom can. And you can buy it in restaurants. I was going to say, I feel like your mom made it. <laughs> you can buy it in restaurants, all the, you know, in southern New Mexico all you want. But um, it, is, it is truly like. But you don't eat menudo in July. You eat menudo at Christmas you know you eat it in the fall that's that's what you do
1: it's like a uh, chicken and dumplings
0: yeah
1: yeah you yeah. Know, you eat- don't you don't eat that in july and it's it's truly one of my favorite favorite foods that my my wife makes is uh, is chicken and dumplings and she knows that i'm not feeling good especially during the summer if i say that what i want is one of two things mashed potatoes or chicken and dumplings you know because my son- it's just.
0: My youngest, his favorite is chicken and dumplings. He'll eat that all day long. It's because he was born and raised in, in the Carolinas. That's why.
1: I think that's part of what it is for me. And and my my parents are Midwesterners. So like Northern Midwesterners, like Ohio and Minnesota. Chicken and dumplings is not a thing for them. Fried chicken is not a thing for them. Um, KFC is like their version of fried chicken. Whereas I'm like... Let me brine your trick- your chicken or your turkey and find a way to fry it in my backyard for a holiday and not catch the house on fire.
0: <laughs> I think it's,
1: it's so funny originally.
0: It is. Well, and, look. like, me and my husband, my oldest, we don't really eat chicken and dumplings. I mean, I'll eat it, but it's not, like, one of our go-tos. But my youngest, and I think, again, it's because he was born in North Carolina and he spent so much of his, you know, primitive years yeah. in – Shut up! Primitive. Formative years. (laughs) Primitive years. Formative years. In the Carolinas, that he grew up on that. You know what I mean. So therefore, he that he loves that.
1: If if you think about it, though, so many of the bases for these soups, including like like hominy, or or that base soup that doesn't necessarily include tripe because that's a whole other or pig's feet. The (laughs) basis of that is literally going to be. And I think it's it's subjective to whatever area of the nation you're involved in. Is going to be some sort of starch? So yeah. a dumpling or a, a hominy or a noodle or Something. even like in the north, Northeast, it's going to be, um, what is it that they have? Like it's mostly potato Beans. based for them.
0: Beans and potatoes. Beans or
1: potatoes. And some sort of starch. Hello or carbs. not starch. <laughs> we're fat and whatever it's called, um, some sort of meat. So you're going to have a chicken or you're going to have a tripe yeah. or an that's yeah. what I said again, oyster. So you're, you're going to have that. And then just a broth, it's going to be chicken broth. It's going to be vegetable broth. It's going to be seafood broth, some no matter kind of what broth. this time of year. Exactly. Those three components or going to equate to whatever comfort food you crave, depending on where you are in the country.
0: Oh, I agree. Well, just like after Thanksgiving, one of the very many meals that I make every year after Thanksgiving is um, chicken noodle soup no- instead of, yeah, turkey noodle soup. You know, it's it's a guarantee. I mean, we we'll, we have a whole list of Thanksgiving discussions we're going to talk about. But, yeah, I mean, we use the turkey to make turkey noodle soup every year.
1: We, um... We have this desire, and we we we've started trying to brine a turkey before we roast it, and then I will make turkey broth and make turkey and dumplings. Same concept. It's just replacing yeah. the chicken.
0: Yeah, it's just replacing the chicken.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so but, excited for Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> yeah, you. I will say this when I when I told my family I was gonna you know become a vegetarian, they're like, "But what about Thanksgiving?" Like they didn't care about anything else. They're like, "What about Thanksgiving?" I am not gonna, gonna care. No- about-
1: I'm just saying, like they're not gonna do.
0: No, like I am gonna make a turkey for all those uh, for all of our listeners who are wondering. I'm not gonna do a tofurkey. I am going to make a turkey, and I'm going to eat the turkey. And yeah, we are still doing turkey in my house.
1: That has not this is, only the, this is only the second year that you're down there too, which is it. It used to was it was a big thing for, uh, and and it's funny because we we're only 45 minutes away, but. But Apple would have a almost like homeless Thanksgiving where she would in- invite all these other people in her life in the town she lived in to come have and experience Thanksgiving at her house and we still do that to this day at my house it's a uh, we call it lesbian or lesbian giving lesbian thanksgiving and you, and it's they don't have to be lesbians, but it helps if you like them because you show up to our house um but you always had that, and we never got to experience Thanksgiving together, I don't think, because I was always working
0: well, and I, I think I had that because, um with my husband's work, we move a lot, and so we don't always have family around for the holidays, but there's always lots of families who don't have their family around either, so I mean, growing up, our family was always you know always around during the holiday season so i would you know i would always invite people over who didn't have a family to go to to come spend thanksgiving with our family and um, yeah i mean some years i would have tons of people at my house other years i'd only have like two or three families um but yeah it's um it's kind of what i did for for years and years and years um and now it's you know do you just miss um i do i do miss it um but at the same time it was. I think that was like a season of our lives, and it served a purpose. And now we're at a different port, a, a different season of our lives. You know, like last year for Thanksgiving, um, I went and ran a five k. I put the turkey in the oven, and me and my husband went and ran a five k. Came back, and the turkey was ready.
1: So we should probably talk about something,
0: which is I don't think I can hear this and our listeners could hear it. Um,
1: I have Thanksgiving off this year, and I'm supposed to go spend it the night before
0: with my parents. Ooh. So I will be in the local (laughs) area. We must discuss this at a later time.
1: (laughs) So, um, no, it's, uh, I grew up in a different environment. My parents were, um, my, my, my father served 23 years in the armed forces, much like Apple's husband has spent many years and is still currently serving. And while we love our, are serving veterans and and active duty individuals. Um, As far as holidays go, it it kind of makes it difficult, especially if you grew up in that lifestyle. So my entire family still gets to spend, they've spent Thanksgiving together and Christmas together because they all live within 20 minutes of each other um, down where Apple lives. It is very different from where I am currently. We have spent one Thanksgiving in seven years down there. And I'm okay with that. And the only reason that we are going this year, or that I'm going, I'm not even sure what else is happening in my life, is because my my 82-year-old grandmother has requested my presence at Thanksgiving dinner. And Aww. when you're great. When your grandmother requests your presence, you do not deny this. No, you go. You find make it happen. You take a train, a plane, a bus, uh, whatever you have to do to get down there. So um, it's going to be the first holiday that I've had with my family uh, in six years. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of know- excited.
0: That I mean, yeah, it's a reason to be excited. I think this year, I think it's just going to be the three of us. Um, But um, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, what?
1: The oldest isn't coming. No,
0: he'll come at Christmas. Um, He came. He doesn't come for Thanksgiving. He usually comes for Christmas. But um, and even when he, when my oldest lived at home, he worked at McDonald's, and the deal was he could. I didn't mind him working Thanksgiving Day, but I wanted like. He either worked morning or he worked evening. We weren't going to work like middle of the day kind of thing. And so what we started doing was he would start he would start working Thanksgiving evening. So we would have Thanksgiving at noon for about three years. I think we had Thanksgiving at noon. And I loved mm-hmm. it because you want to wet my turkey was ready. We ate and all the dishes were done by like, you know, one o'clock. It was great. We had the rest of the day to do whatever it is we wanted to do because I always had they to wanted- work the day after Thanksgiving, including napping. And watch the Cowboys hat. play, because the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving Day. Um, <coughs> uh, sorry. But they do play on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and so, yeah, like, that was, like, for, I think, three or four years, we, this, that's what we did. And um, so this year, even though my oldest wasn't home, um, like I said, I put the turkey in the oven. And me and my husband went and ran a 5K. We came back. And, you know, I made all the sides and everything. And we ate. And it was, like, by noon, everything was cleaned up. And I had the rest of the day.
1: So, this Thanksgiving was the first Thanksgiving in 11 years that I have, or, no, I can't say that. So, the first Thanksgiving in 11 years in which I have not had time to go see my family. So, I've had one <laughs> one Thanksgiving since I was employed with our previous employer that I w- was able to travel. So, I'd say it's the first year in 10 years. Holy for simplicity's sakes, yeah, that I was off and not only off, but paid to be off. Yeah. So this is my second year and beyond excited every other year before that, we had a late Thanksgiving because I would work a morning shift and it was a short shift for the employment that we did. It was only an eight hour shift um, off by three, got to come home and help make dinner and then we would have dinner with a group of our friends and prepare for Black Friday shopping. Yeah, Black Friday
0: shopping. That's a whole other topic for a whole other podcast. It
1: is. It is. But happy, happy, good lucky feelings because it's something that we love to experience during this time of year. So we've kind of touched base. Was there anything else? Oh, oh the big contender which would be of <laughs> apple spice versus pumpkin spice
0: <laughs> so as discussed i am a pumpkin spice person like that that is me I, I but i will say this i don't have the pumpkin spice air fresheners i think they are they're a little too much but i do have apple spice um, air fresheners in my house
1: which she prefer pumpkin i pie prefer or the
0: apple pie? Oh, pumpkin pie. Ew, no, apple pie. Like, pumpkin pie has no flavor. Uh, Like, apple pie is like a summer pie. Because you have apple pie with vanilla ice cream. You can have apple pie.
1: Uh, No, ma'am, because I guarantee that every Southern family has three options for the holidays. Maybe four. So, it's going to be pumpkin pie, pecan pie, apple pie. Sweet potato pie. Oh, I was gonna know that's the same thing as pumpkin pie in essence. Uh, chocolate Swiss.
0: <laughs> See, I never that make is apple sad. pie for the holidays.
1: So, my parents, my mom has always pumpkin pie is her thing. I could pretty much quote you the recipe that she makes every year, but my parents' family grew up in. Minnesota and Wisconsin, and theirs has always been, they don't make it anymore, but like rhubarb and apple. Well, yeah, I mean, because again, it's a regional thing. Has to be. Like, did, but were you big on pumpkin pie in, in New Mexico?
0: Uh, we had pecan, but yeah, pecan and pumpkin, yeah. Uh,
1: pecan. That's my absolute favorite. But if I have to choose between apple and pumpkin... Even in like a beverage, so Starbucks, they make that caramel apple caramel
0: apple latte. Yes,
1: yes, I love that much more than I do compared to the pumpkin spice. Uh,
0: I think that's an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, some, speaking of things we also didn't discuss, we also did not discuss it. This is the time of year where the best candy comes out. Um.
1: So I think it only comes out when you're at Disney. I'm just saying, like, everybody else has stickers all year round. Oh, that's not true. That is not true. And I meant to say this on the way home. I literally ate one of the Reese's pumpkins with Reese's pieces in it.
0: How was it? Was it yummy?
1: Life altering. Like, literally, like, I could not eat that in a cup and be happy. But because it was in the shape of a pumpkin. It makes it better. I don't know how. Okay,
0: so let me tell you. And our mutual former employer, when the, when the Reese's Pieces guy would come into the lobby, he'd always bring Reese's Pieces. So, like, the first year I was there, he brought in the pumpkins. And I asked him if what makes – because Reese's has different different shapes based on, you know, that time of the year. So, they have the hearts. They have the eggs. They have the pumpkins. They have the, the trees. And, you I know, have a have
1: theory. To... I do. I'm like I'm super excited to hear what your th- the answer is. So, so continue. what he
0: said was that the peanut butter to the chocolate ratio is different yes. for the shaped Reeses than it is for the round Reeses, and that explains it all.
1: Which also I just noticed this as I was at the convenience store. They have come out with king size cups with a greater chocolate ratio to peanut butter.
0: Really? You're,
1: you're literally taking the seasonal enjoyment of a Reese's pumpkin, which is 95% of their peanut butter, which you can buy in a jar, by the way. But 95% of their peanut butter and, and
0: 5% of their chocolate and have reversed it. So I think, so, okay, I should say Reese's is my favorite candy that's out there, you know, that and gummy bears, but when they, my favorite Reese's is when they are in the shapes. Like if you give me a package of red, of circle Reese's and a package of pumpkin Reese's, those pumpkin Reese's will be gone before like your head can spin around. Like it is amazing how quickly I consume these things. And that's why I don't buy them in the bag. I like buy like one a week.
1: So when you took your kids trick-or-treating, I ate them all. I was going to say, were you much more likely to steal their chocolate versus their gummies?
0: Yeah. um, yeah, Well, no, only their Reese's. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is my favorite candy. So yeah, I would. Yeah, I would steal those. Um, I would eat their, uh, their gummies also, but their Reese's is what I would eat most of. And um, something else we didn't discuss is um, again, this isn't necessarily, this could be fall or it could be Halloween, is um, pumpkin carving.
1: <laughs> I think Halloween and fall are, are one and the same almost. And I know that we're, so let's go ahead and precursor this. Our entire month of October is dedicated to podcast episodes that are completely a holiday themed. Yes, they are. Oh, you mean Halloween oh, themed. Oh, it's a holiday.
0: It is. It is. Um, but yeah, so that is one thing I will say I miss about my kids being younger is we would always carve pumpkins when they were younger. And now that they're older, they could care less. And I don't even think we did it because last year was the first year my oldest wasn't home. And my youngest was like, I don't care. We, we, I don't even think we bought a pumpkin last year.
1: Baby uh, cat and I still carve pumpkins. It doesn't matter like what's going on in our lives. It doesn't matter what's going on with Stace Embrace. It's... Baby cat and I are going to come pumpkins. It.
0: Yeah. It's like, Every- I, I really missed, I really, really missed that last year. And like when my kids were, Oh, well, this is a whole other discussion, but when they stopped laying cookies out for Santa, I was like, no, like this is still going to happen. I think
1: we'll have that discussion later. I' we think will that we'll have, not to have that
0: discussion them. later, but yeah, like I, I do miss that. I do miss that part of my kids. Um, when they'd be they were younger, they were excited and they wanted to do it, we'd go and we'd get the pumpkin and there'd be this huge old mess on my table. I do miss that part of it. But I um, think I
1: think that maybe Kat and I are gonna spend actually tomorrow night going to the local Halloween store because that's one of our, our favorite experiences. Oh my god, we
0: didn't discuss that either.
1: <laughs> the pop-up of Halloween stores. So my two favorite and this is gonna sound and I think you're gonna agree with this It's going to sound hilarious because of their their diversity. I love to go to the Dollar Tree. (laughs) That's where 95% of our Halloween costs or our uh, decorations come from. And I will say this I make some bomb ass decorations for the inside of our house because we have pets. So there's no reason for us to invest a whole ton of money because nine times out of 10, it's going to get broken. So we get the twinkling lights, we get the, the spider webs, we get just little random spiders and whatever we need to get to decorate our house. Because I realize that my pets are going to destroy it, but also my ideal world is having a giant Halloween haunted walk-up in my yard from like places like Halloween Town or Spirit Store or whatever company invests in the local Kmart that went out of town, <laughs> and they <laughs> like went out of business, and they show up for two months out of the year. Um, My sister, we love going, works there every
0: year. Oh, does she oh, run? we're going
1: to tomorrow. Yeah, so apparently she works at the one in the next town over, and I didn't realize this, but she did last year, or the year before, and she's doing it this year. Uh,
0: so hello we- discount. Yeah, hello discount is right. So we um we go to spirit every year and we walk through the, we walk through every single aisle and yeah, I mean, that's something we do. And just the other day I was at target and they had at the, at the end cap, right by the cashier section, they already had the 20 bat 20 pound bag of candy out, but there, but their so Halloween section was not to, there was no Halloween section. So I asked the cashier, I was like, you have the Halloween candy out, but where is the Halloween section? And she proceeded to tell me that they had to finish selling all of the back to school blah blah blah. I was like, I don't care. I, I need my Halloween section at Target. So earlier today, I was there. There is still no Halloween section at my Target.
1: Even at the dollar section, because I feel like that's the first section to come. The dollar, like well, as yeah. you enter,
0: it is in the, in the dollar in the dollar spot section or however whatever it is they it's call it. Soon. Um, it's coming soon. Yeah, oh, it better come soon because let me tell you what, I'm ready. Like, it needs to come. Because that, again, is another, like, indicator, like the pumpkin spice latte. The Halloween section at Target is another indicator that fall is fall is either coming or it is here. Just like the other day in my mail, I got a coupon for spirit. Hello? Let
1: yeah. me know how much like coupon is. I'm going to see if I can match it. But, like... At the end of the day, like, literally, like, we will make a train of shopping. We will go to the Dollar Tree. I will do 95% of my shopping at the Dollar Tree. It's a big lot. It's a Target. It's almost a Walmart. I hate to shop at Walmart for the most part. But even their Walmart little, little like, Halloween section. Fantastic. Which is funny because Walmart has literally already put out some Christmas stuff.
0: You know, I was at Lowe's yesterday. And um, I was so excited because the Halloween section was out, but they already had Christmas um, not out, but it was up on the top of their wrap, like their shelves. I happened to be looking for something and I told my husband, I said, oh, my God, they already have Christmas out.
1: Yeah, my cousin have- was, was at Walmart in North Carolina two weeks ago and posted something on Facebook because they had ornaments out.
0: Yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. Like, I think None fall has happen. to happen. Like, fall has to happen, Halloween has to happen, Thanksgiving has to happen, and then Christmas. I am one of those where I feel like every single holiday needs its time, Seriously. and then, huh?
1: Thanksgiving Thanksgiving gets no time, though, because it's literally, like, four days after Halloween, you get some turkey decorations. And can prepare for the dinner that is Thanksgiving. But even in preparation for that dinner that is Thanksgiving, you're preparing for Black Friday shopping for Christmas.
0: It, like, th- it, I feel like Thanksgiving nowadays is kind of glossed over.
1: It's my favorite holiday by far.
0: Um, because of all the like, food. That's like the reason why yeah! Thanksgiving's there.
1: I love to cook, I love to feed. Like, Thanksgiving well, is my favorite
0: holiday. There's also, you know, the whole part of giving thanks, but.
1: No, <laughs> it's the food. <laughs> Halloween is not necessarily all about the scaring. It's about the candy, and I get that. But I uh, think Halloween is also
0: is a I good time have. to create those family memories. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, family memories can be created by sitting down and playing Uno at the table. I, I'm not going to deny that but there are family memories like my oldest his birthday is right around right around halloween and so every year i would throw huge halloween themed birthday parties for him and i mean people remember these parties i mean he remembers them and you know why because it's the memories that you create when you're doing the the event and i think that the fall season totally brings that to the center of how families create memories
1: I'd say that, but also I'm kind of bitter because um, my birthday does not provide that opportunity because I share it with Christmas.
0: <laughs> you do. You do. Mine is, mine is, you know, before Christmas, but mine is in the same month. But...
1: And, and yes, yeah, so we always do Christmas sushi. So it is, and that's a whole other conversation that we're going to touch base on. It's not, it's going to be a podcast episode, an entire episode, not about sushi, but about the Chile. <laughs> and I'm so excited <laughs> uh, no um, like yes I feel like you're 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 completely right that the beginning of fall creates like summer is about children going and experiencing their entire lives by themselves for three months they're not in the ritual that a school we as parents are a lot laid back a lot more laid back and then the, the introduction of Fall, like, I even know personally in our lives that Baby Cat spends so much more time with, with us as parents because we are legitimately up her ass. But those are creating memories, whether they be positive or not. And it's going to transition to a much more enjoyable experience like Halloween, but it's true.
0: Well, I mean, you know, it's just, I think this time of year really does, because, you know, it, it leads to, let's go to the pumpkin patch. Let's go to the corn maze, Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Whereas, you know, yes, you can go to the beach in the summer. You can go to the water park in the summer. I mean, you can go do those things, but I think this time of year just really lends towards more doing things more as a family than any other time of the year. That's just my opinion. Um, So, agree. Um, do you have any, any other fall traditions? If not, we'll, we'll wrap up and go to our three questions.
1: Yes, yeah, so let's go ahead and go to our three questions. I know that our lives are kind of uh, encroaching on this podcast episode, so uh, we sent something to you, so go ahead and start transitioning.
0: Okay, so um, Orange just found these like questions that are normally that kids would ask each other, but we thought, hey, we'll <laughs> ask each other these questions, so I'm just going to choose three random questions, so here you go. Would you rather live In a mansion or on a farm? Mansion.
1: I know, I'm I'm sitting there thinking, like, I like isolation, but I feel like I can find that isolation in a mansion which is closer to the city than a farm would offer me. So, I'm going to say mansion.
0: So, I'm going to say... As long as I have somebody to help clean my mansion, mansion. If I have somebody to help run the farm, then farm. I don't want to live in a huge house and then be responsible for cleaning it. It
1: doesn't matter who's like what's going on in her life. As long as somebody's cleaning it for her, she's going to be okay wherever she's okay
0: at. <laughs> um, okay. So what would you rather live without? Electricity or indoor plumbing? where we are currently in general
1: I'm gonna say where we are currently so like in the city that I'm living in currently I would rather live without indoor plumbing because I can have water and bodies of water everywhere to bathe myself to rinse myself to bidet myself if I need to but the heat is so
0: extreme that I there's nothing to cool me Okay, so I'm going to go with the same answer you did. I'd rather live without <laughs> indoor plumbing than without electricity. Where I live, it is too God-blessed hot not to have air conditioning. I exactly. Can, I can walk my happy butt to the back door, I mean, to the backyard and use, you know, the, the outhouse if, ne- if necessary. Now, mind you, that outhouse would stink to high heaven, but I don't think I could live here without, without A.C.,
1: exactly i don't know how people did in like whatever a whole other podcast episode i'm sure but continue
0: okay so um our next question is and i think this because this is near and dear to my heart right now would you rather break an arm or break a leg i knew you were
1: waiting for that one i knew you were.
0: <laughs> because uh, when you so. sent me this list i did i saw that one i was like oh my god that's my life i currently do not have any broken bones i'm just gonna shake so, that uh,
1: so Apple's husband has had a broken leg on and off for 10 months. That's a whole other conversation. Whole other podcast broke... topic. So I personally broke both my ankles twice. Um, so I would rather deal with a broken arm. Do you know how hard it is to shower or walk or piss with a broken leg? <laughs> personally, continue. Like, what is
0: your answer? So, mine would be broken arm simply because <laughs> I have been dealing with a person who has a broken leg for months. <laughs> and I live in a two story okay house. If could have, I was
1: going to say, he'd be okay if he had a broken arm and be fine.
0: Are but no. If it, if it was just a broken arm, my goodness, it'd be like no big deal. So, yes, I would rather have a broken arm than a broken leg any day of the week. And mostly, like I said, I live in a two story house. When you have a broken leg, with as broken as my husband's leg is, you can't go up and down the stairs. (laughs) I think, like,
1: yeah, so his leg is a version of broken that is super extreme versus, like, my... Like, when I say broken, like, I had a growth plate broken in my leg, I had my ankle broken, whatever. I was in a cast, but I was still able to, like, pull myself up a flight of stairs, whereas your husband, for weeks on end, couldn't even bend his knee. So,
0: so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I will say that for me, I would much rather have a broken arm. And if I could be specific, it would be my left arm because I am right-handed. I'm just saying. <laughs> if she's going to bring something, it's
1: going to be her left arm. My so left we arm. say all that guys. Um, it's been a fantastic episode yet again. Did you have something else you wanted to touch base on? I know that we have some.
0: No, that was it. I just wanted to tell everybody, thank you so much for listening. And... Um, subscribing and please share our podcast because that's how we're going to grow and I hope you're looking forward to our next several months of episodes because I think we have some really good ones coming up and um, thanks for listening. Hey guys we
1: love you like share listen whatever and we will talk to you guys next week.
0: Bye bye. Bye.